In this episode, we're going to take a look at Zurb Foundation, which is a front-end framework similar to Twitter Bootstrap, which I covered in episode 328. One major difference between the two is that Foundation is built upon SaaS instead of less, which can make it nicer to integrate into a Rails app. Well, let's try it out. First, I'm going to create a new Rails app from scratch. Let's call it Store. All right, let's go into there. Next, I'll generate some scaffolding to give us something to work with. I'll make a product with a name and a price, and let's say uh, skip uh, style sheets because we don't want it to generate the styles for this uh, scaffolding since we're going to be using Foundation. And then I'll uh, run the migrations. Now, installing Foundation is really easy. Just go into the gem file and add the Zurb Foundation gem into there. In a Rails 3 app, add it to the Assets group, and since there's no Assets group in a Rails 4 app, just add it anywhere in the gem file. And of course, we'll run Bundle to install the gem. And then to finish the setup, we'll run a generator provided by the gem called Foundation Install. And this will generate a few files for us. And because one of them is a layout file, it will ask us if we want to override the existing one. I'll say yes here, but if you have an existing app, you might want to copy off the contents of that before you run this so you don't lose anything. Now let's take a look at what was generated. The framework consists of both JavaScript and style sheets, so it'll need to add both to the asset pipeline, which it already did for us. Uh, if we check out the application.js file, we can see it requires foundation here and adds this line to initialize the framework when the page loads. And then if we check out our application CSS file, this is a little bit different because it's requiring foundation and overrides, which is a new file it generated right here. So this file will load in the foundation framework and allow you to customize it by setting these variables. Now this file is really long because most of it's comments showing you what variables you can customize. And at the very bottom here is importing the foundation framework. So you'll want to do any customization before the import happens. The last file that was generated is the layout file, which provides some nice uh, defaults for changing behavior for old versions of Internet Explorer. Uh, you can configure a title by setting the title content and it uh, includes the JavaScript and CSS files as necessary. And here's what our application looks like. It's not too shabby, but we've got a ways to go. Uh, first of all, I'd like to add some structure to this page and include a sidebar with some About Us content on the right here. To do this, we'll need to understand Foundation's grid system. It's 12 column based, and we can define columns using CSS classes. We have a row and columns of various sizes, and those will be laid out on the page for us. So let's use this grid system to add a sidebar in our application layout file. Uh, one column I want to contain the body content, so uh, this yield tag will go in there, and the other column will have an about us section. So let's first define a div with the class of row, then we need to define two divs in here, uh, each with a class of, let's make a large, uh, let's call it eight and call it columns, and then we'll have a large four, so that'll add up to 12. And then we can put our yield in there, and then for this div, let's just add uh, maybe an h2 tag with an about us section, and then we'll just toss some lorem ipsum in there. And reloading this page, and just like that, we've got an about us section on the side. Now I used large columns here, which means they're designed for a larger screen. And if I resize this window, then you can see that they all collapse onto a single column width. And that means so on mobile devices, uh, it will show like this. Now, if you don't want this behavior, you can use these small columns instead. And this way it'll work the same across all sizes. Now, if I reload the page, you can see we're back to two columns, even on smaller window sizes. 
Next, let's add a navigation bar to the top of the page, which Foundation makes really easy, even if you want to include uh, nested menus like this. All you have to do is include some HTML with some classes defining the structure as shown here. Now there's a little bit too much HTML to write everything here on screen, so I'm just going to paste in something I prepared to add a menu to the top of this page. It just has some uh, placeholder links and a title. And everything is structured like shown in the documentation, uh, where we have various classes to define the different areas of the navigation. And let's check it out if I reload the page, and there's our navigation. It looks pretty good, but what if I want to customize it further, perhaps change the background color? And while we're at it, let's try customizing other things, such as the behavior of the columns, because right now they're a little bit too close to the edge. We can make these changes in the Foundation and Overrides SCSS file. Here you can see there are some variables for the top bar, including uh, setting the color of the background. So let's uncomment this and change this background color, perhaps to something like a dark uh, blue. So there are a lot of these variables here, and you can just uh, use them to your heart's content to get Foundation to work just the way you want to. So near the top is where the uh, grid variables are. Uh, let's see, they're right here. And there are a few ways that we can handle the spacing. We could make the row width uh, smaller, or we could change the column gutter. So that's about 30 pixels right now, so let's move this up to, let's just double it to 60 pixels and see how that looks. Reloading the page, and the page will take a little while to load because it's recompiling the SCSS. And then once it does that, you can see we've got a blue background here in the navbar, and the spacing is a little uh, wider on the sides. Now there is a lot more that we can do with Foundation. A good overview is under the documentation under CSS components, there is a kitchen sink section which shows you some things you can do with styling. And you've got all kinds of things with alerts and buttons and uh, embedded videos and just quite a few things here that Foundation can help you out with. And you can control all this pretty much by specifying classes. So for example, if we want our h2 about us section here to be a little lighter, we could add the class of subheader. And while we're at it, let's go into the index products page. And at the bottom here, we have our new product link. And let's add a class in there to make this a button. And let's use the radius class as well to make the corners a little rounded. And reloading the page, and there are those changes. Now let's move on to creating a product because we've got our new product form here, which could use some improvement. Let's say I want this uh, inline field look where the label is next to the field. And you can accomplish this in Foundation using the same grid system we used for the layout, uh, because grid systems can be nested in Foundation. So here's what our scaffolded form partial currently looks like, and let's change this uh, field div to be a row so it uses the uh, grid system. And let's make a div with a class of, uh, let's do small three for the label, and, and then we can move this in there. And to align it to the right, we can add a class for right and inline. And then for the field, I'll just add a div with a class of small nine and columns. So let me copy and paste this for the price and rename these. And then for the actions div down here with the submit button, uh, I'll also use the grid system here. And what's kind of cool is that you can do uh, so we can say small nine, but we can say small offset three. So that way it's offset setting the label position. And then we can say columns here. Let's try that. 
and reloading the page. And it looks better, but it's not quite right because there's such a big gap here between the label and the field. And that's due to us setting the gutter to such a high uh, pixel. Now, if you don't want the gutters in a grid system, you can add the collapse uh, class to the rows. And, but you'll probably want to add some spacing manually then. So I'm going to do that in a new style sheet. I'll make a new file here called layout.css.scss. And I'll just say label with the right class. We'll have a padding on the right of 10 pixels. Let's try that. And reloading this page. And it looks much better now. Now one more feature I want to show you here is tooltips, which are especially handy for forms. If I hover over a label, I might want more information about it. So let's do this for the price label. I'll put the text of the tooltip in a title attribute. So let's say price in US dollars. And then we can add a data attribute called tooltip. And let's set that to true. That's all. Now reloading our page and hovering over this, then we get the tooltip. Pretty cool. Now foundation gives you a lot, but you might not end up using everything. So if there's some features that you don't use, you might want to remove those from the foundation framework so that you're not sending that extra CSS or JavaScript code to the client if your application doesn't use it. And we can do that by expanding this import foundation line out so that we can uh, control exactly what is imported. To do this, it's actually quite simple. Just go to the foundation project on GitHub and under the SCSS directory, we have our foundation SCSS file and we can copy the contents of this and just paste it in line on that page. So I'll paste this here, replacing the foundation import. And this way I can remove exactly what I don't wanna use in my application, perhaps the joyride feature. So I can just remove that out here and I don't have to send that data to the client. We can do a similar thing for the JavaScript and this is pretty interesting though because uh, this is under a foundation directory in a file called index.js. So this is a feature of sprockets. If there's an index file, it will load that automatically if you're trying to require the directory. So we can copy these lines. And then in my application.js file, I'll replace the foundation require line with those requires and format it properly. And so this way I can remove any features I want. So in this case, there's some Joyride related JavaScript. If I remove that feature, I can remove the JavaScript for that as well. Another thing you might want to do if you're trying to uh, limit the amount of data you're sending to the client is replace jQuery with Zepto.js. It's quite a bit smaller and uh, Foundation fully supports Zepto and it will just use this instead of jQuery if you have it loaded. Well, that wraps up this episode on Foundation. If you're trying to decide between Foundation or Twitter Bootstrap, uh, they're both great frameworks and you can't really go wrong. I recommend you try them both out and see which one best fits your style. They are pretty similar. Well, thanks for watching.